Welcome to the audio ministry of Nanda Flora Williams. She is a speaker, author, psalmist, and coach. As you listen, be inspired, motivated, and challenged. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Church for Living. My name is Nandrew Williams. I'm your host, and I'd like to introduce the guest that we're having on a series of podcasts over the next few weeks. His name is Pastor Taiwo Dina. Pastor Taiwo Dina and Pastor Charity Dina, both pastor the Global Life and Power Church. Both of them are my spiritual parents. They've been in ministry for many years, discipled, trained, and raised many other ministers who have gone on to do great things for the Lord. I think for me, the thing that blesses me so much about their lives is the fact that I've watched them over so many years, over the past 20 years, and they have remained consistent preaching the gospel, speaking truth, raising a generation of Christians who passionately love God and want to live right. They are such a blessing. May you be blessed, inspired, encouraged, just to find out the help that is available for you. I don't know if I said that the title of the message is When God Helps a Man. So enjoy, be blessed, be encouraged, and remember that you have a covenant-keeping God and he will help you in every situation. God bless you. When God helps a man, when God helps a couple, when God helps a family, when God helps a congregation, When God helps a city, a state, when God helps a nation, when God helps you, things that can come into play, things that can manifest, blessings you can expect to receive. I believe we started looking at this a couple of Sundays back and we looked at two foundational scriptures that are very, very important. Familiarize yourself with these two scriptures. Meditate on them. Pray them. Confess them. Declare them. Can I have amen from you somebody? The very first one is Isaiah 41 from verse number 10. Isaiah 41 from verse number 10. Fear thou not. Why should I not fear? Why should I not be grieved? By fear. Why should I not yield to the spirit of fear? This is God speaking. He said, because I am with you. I am with you. I told you that there are three dimensions of God's relationship to his people. The one first one is here. He says, I am with you. God is with the believer. God is with the child of God. Say with me, God is with me. Come on, talk to me this morning. God is with me. That's one dimension of the three. But I also told you that God is for you. That's why the Bible says, If God be for us, who can be against us? So say with me, God is with me. And God is for me. There's one more. And as far as I'm concerned, this is the best. This is the most important. This is the most superior of the three dimensions of God's relationship with his people. God is in me. The Bible says, greater is he that is where? In you than he that is where? In the world. So say with me, 
God is with me. God is for me. And God is in me. The Bible says, Knowest thou not that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God is in you? Three dimensions. Three dimensions. We are not going to dwell on that. I'm just bringing that in to help you. Let's move on. Fear thou not. Why? I am with you. Be not dismayed. Why? I am your God. And because of this, I will strengthen you. Yea, I will help you. Yea, I will uphold you with the right hand of my word. Righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against you, they shall be ashamed, confounded. They shall be as nothing. And they that strive with you, what will happen to them? They will perish. On and on. There's no time. We'll have kept reading up to verse 16. This is God speaking. This is God making a promise. This is God. Saying, I'm covenanting with you. That I will help you. Isaiah will now take up what God has promised. He will now personalize it. He will claim it. He will take the feet of his faith and step on it and say, I take this. I make this my own. I embrace this. I open up. I yield to this. That is what you must do with the promises of God. Personalize them. Claim them. God said, wheresoever the sole of your feet shall what? Shall what? Come on, talk to me. Shall what? Step on. Tread upon. There I will give to you. Until you take the soles of the feet of your faith and step on that promise, nothing will happen. It's not enough to read. It's not enough to hear. You must release your faith. You must take it. You must embrace it. You must claim it. I told you the story of how we got this property. We were given seven days with notice to move out of number 12A, Tafabalewa Street. And we went to court to protect our right. Eventually, the owner of the property, the new owner who bought it without our knowledge, he said, let's settle outside court. I said, I'm not settling outside court. You think I'm a fool? Of course, they advised him. They said, you are treading on dangerous ground. This is a spiritual matter. It's also a legal matter. And in the legal sense of it, if this case goes on, you will be the loser. As long as the case goes on in court, whether it's one year, two years, ten years, the church has a right to remain in that building. And you will be the loser. That's why he wanted us to settle outside court. At the end of the day, we settled. He gave us one year to remain in that building and we'll move out. One year came and passed. We are not yet out of the building. Why? Because we have not gotten another place. We saw several places. Either the money they were asking for was just out of this world or it didn't just click in my spirit that that's where God was given to us. And then God raised somebody. 
I gave you his name. You can ask him any day, any time. Reverend James Amau. He even came here and confirmed it. He was a staff of lands and serving. He kept coming looking for me. And I wasn't in the office. Pastor Shagu will tell me, Sir, this brother came. He said he wants to see you. I said, I've heard. He wants to see you. I've heard. He wants to see you. Hey, I've heard. Amen. My mind was not in anything like that. Why is he coming to see me? I didn't know God was sending help. May God send you help. He got angry. I said, what is all this? Finally, I gave him an appointment. He says, sir, I'm not happy with you. I've been coming here back and forth and you didn't contact me back. I said, forgive me. If you know the problem where I decided for her, you'll not be reacting like this. So what is it? How can I help you? Me that I was asking, how can I help you? I was the one in need. As one that needed help. Are you following me this morning? He says, sir, I was praying. And God told me that I should go and tell you about a land. I don't know whether you need land or not. But I know God told me, go and tell Pastor Taiwo about this land. I said, what did you say? He said it. I said, please repeat. Am I dreaming? Repeat what you said. He said it. I said, where's the land? He said, it's Atafa Balewa. I beg your pardon, Abatua. I said, no, that cannot be true. There's no any land in Abatua. I was born in this town. He said, sir, there is land. Well, me, I've done what God told me to do. I said, no, <laughs> you've not finished. Let's go. Can we see the land? He said, why not? We jumped into the car. We drove here. This place was a farmland. That that gate was there. It was locked. I said, how do we get inside? He said, we can just see from outside. I'm not seeing anything from outside. I'm going inside the land. I climbed the fence and jumped into this land. And I said, what? There's this land here? He said, it's for sale. For what? For sale. And that he knows the owner. And that he can connect us. If I'm interested. I said, James Amau, you heard from God. This is what we are going through. How much is the land? He said, I don't know. He's the owner that will say. I prayed, Father, what are you saying? And I lie not. I remove my shoes. Over there. Father, is this the place? He said, yeah. I said, all right. Your word says, wheresoever the sole of my feet shall tread upon, there you've given to me. I operate that prophetic dimension. I take what you are giving. The rest is history. We own this property. We are not hiring it. I'm telling you that that is the same way you claim the promises of God. You take the feet of your faith and you step on it and say, Father, I take this. Father, I embrace this. And God said, I watch over my word to do what? To perform. Isaiah is now going to do exactly what we are talking about. Let's go to Isaiah 50. Quickly, quickly, quickly. I'm doing this to help people who are not with us to catch up. From verse 7. Are you there? 
They're not responding this morning. The Lord God will help who? What did God say in Isaiah 41? I will help you. What is Isaiah saying here? The Lord God will help me. What is he doing? He's taking it. He's embracing it. He's claiming it. He's saying God said it. I believe it. I receive it. God said it. I believe it. I receive it. Come and tell me. God said it. I believe it. I receive it. God said it. I believe it. I take it. God said it. I believe it. I embrace it. God said it. I believe it. I experience it. God said it. I believe it. I enter into it. Thank you, Baba. The Lord God will help me. Therefore, I shall not be confounded. Is that not what God said earlier? It's a spiritual principle. It was Paul who said, I believe, therefore I have spoken. What do you believe? Speak what you believe. Declare what you believe. Tell the devil what you believe. Tell your problem what you believe. And what you believe must be what God told you. And when you tell the devil what God told you that you believe, God said, I will watch over my word and what will happen? I will perform it. I will perform it. Lord help us. The Lord God will help me. Therefore I shall not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flame. And come on. What's the next word here? He didn't say I think. His faith is maturing. His faith is growing. His faith is getting more intensive. He's not saying I think. He said I know. We must come to the place where we know. We know. We know. We know by faith. We know in our knower. We know in our inner man. We know in our spirit man. We must get there. May you get there. May you get there. I know I shall not be ashamed. Say with me. I know I shall not be ashamed. He is near that justified me. Who will contend with me? Let us stand together. Who is my adversary? Let him come near to me. Behold, the Lord God will help me. Who is he that shall condemn me? Lo, they shall all wax old as a garment. The moth shall eat them up. Several times, at least twice, he declared it. The Lord will help me. God said it earlier, I will help you. He has now made it personal and is declaring what he believes. The Lord will help me. How many will the Lord help here under the sound of my voice? I can hear you. I can hear you. Hey, if you don't need the help of God, transfer them to me. I said if you don't need the help of God, that's okay. The help of God that has been allocated to you. You don't need it. Come on. Transfer them to me. How many here under the sound of my voice. Will the Lord help? Okay. You are responding properly now. I'm going to ask you the same question two more times. 
How many here, on the sound of my voice, will the Lord help? The Lord will help me. Finally, how many here, on the sound of my voice, will the Lord help? The Lord will help me. Give a lot of shout. Alright. When God begins to help you. When God begins to help a man. What are the blessings? What are the things that can happen? That that person can expect? That that person can experience? Number one on your list is what? Unexpected. Unsolicited. Favor can come to that man. Unexpected. Unsolicited. Unexplainable. Help can come to that person. May that be your portion. Did I go and call James Amawu and say, James Amawu, I know you are a staff of uh, lands and survey. In case you know about any land, come and tell me. That's an unexpected, unexplainable, unsolicited help. The people I really went and met and troubled, they couldn't do anything. Some of them say, oh, pastor, sorry, I forgot. God does not forget. May God help you like that. Number two, let's save time. Evil intentions converted to that person's utmost good. When God helps you, the evil, wicked intentions of man against you can be converted to your own utmost good. And we give examples in the Bible. Joseph is a classical example. His brothers intended evil against him. But God used it to bring to pass the dream he dreamt that they were against. They said, we shall see what shall become of his dream. And they truly saw what became of his dream. Every evil intention against you. May heaven smile on you. May help come to you. May God convert it to your own utmost good. In Jesus name of Nazareth. Number three. Quickly. You can be preferred above your equals. When God helps you expect to be preferred. Beyond your equals. In other words, there are people that have the same qualifications with you. You are all on the same level. But when God chooses to help you, all of them will be told, eh, excuse me, I will call you back later. You, you will hear from us. You, you will hear from us. And one by one day, Knock them out. You are the last man standing. And they say we prefer you. And they give you the job. They give you the contract. They give you the blessing. They give you the admission. They give you whatever that is that you are believing God for. You are preferred beyond your equals. It happened with Daniel. It happened with Esther. You remember that? Number what? Come on talk to me. What is number four? You can receive timely and what again? Adequate assistance. Timely and adequate help 
Some help can come and they are not adequate. They can't meet up with your requirement. With what you really need. Some helps can be adequate but they are not timely. What's the good of bringing 500,000 naira to pay for a fine after somebody has spent 10 years in jail? You didn't get it. You didn't get it. What's the good of lining up 50% that are willing to donate blood when the person has already died? They've carried him to the mortuary. Are you here? What's the good of bringing a limousine to carry a woman to the hospital? She's in labor. The baby's about to come out. She's bleeding. She's helpless. No vehicle around. It's a bicycle. Is it bicycle that that kind of woman needs at that time to carry her to the hospital? I'm asking you. And the hospital is 10 kilometers away. They carried her on bicycle. They fell. She became unconscious. She bleeded and bleeded and bleeded. She died. The baby in her womb also died. Bicycle came quite okay. But it was not adequate. Then after that time, here comes a Mercedes-Benz car. Where's the woman? Where's the woman? When she has died. That will not be your portion. I said that will not be your portion. In any way, Satan and his gang, they are trying to sabotage the timely and adequate help that you need, that heaven is sending your way. May God rebuke that. May God rebuke that. Shame will not be your portion. I said shame will not be your portion. They will not throw your properties on the street. They will not eject you from that building. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Baba. Number. Talk to me. What is it? A man who is helped by God can achieve what? Uh Uh-huh. That is what? Outrageously above his efforts. His efforts. His efforts. Have you noticed that some people will sweat and sweat and sweat and run around and run from pillar to post? At the end of the day, what do they get? What do they give them? 5,000 naira. And a person who didn't do anything. He only called and said, me too, I'm part of that, you know. And at the end of the day, they are sending 500,000 naira into his. He, got, he gets an alert for 500,000. You that ran from here to Abuja, pay transport. Huh? Back and forth. When they divided the money, it's 5,000 naira you got. You will not labor in vain. You will not labor in vain. May God crown your effort with good success. May you not sweat and sweat and sweat and sweat and labor and at the end of the day, your harvest is nothing. That will not be your portion. I pray for every businessman, businesswoman, trader, 
Anyone involved in one area of giving services or the other in this time of reception, let help come towards you. Let help come towards you. When others are saying there is a casting down, may you say there is a lifting up. May God crown your effort with success greater than the effort you put in. In Jesus name of Nazareth. Sit down. What's the next one? What's the next one? Appointment with premature death is what? Is cancelled. We dealt with that the upper Sunday and last Sunday. I will not go into it again. Say with me, I shall not die before my time. Say with me, I shall not die prematurely. I shall fulfill the will of God for my generation. In the name of Jesus, I forbid any member of my family. Come and say me, I forbid any member of my family. Dying prematurely. Premature death. I rebuke you. I cast you out of my home, of my family. In Jesus name of Nazareth. Hey, when God helps a man, <laughs> he can escape from premature death. God has helped me in this area several times. I've told you the testimonies. I have pictures to back them up. Reverend Agabus Nilate. He's going to come here someday. Huh? We were classmates in the Bible school 1982 in Benin City. Yeah. I spent two years in Benin City, 82 and 83. Well, check my record. All Nations for Christ Bible Institute. He had problem. He couldn't go back to Ghana. And he said, can I come and stay with you in Joss? I said, come. And he came. Was living with me. We were bachelors. Number nine, Enugwagidi Street. I can take you and show you the house. Labor together and Church of God Mission International, first branch of it on the plateau. God used me to plant it. And then it was time for him to travel to the United States. And we borrowed a vehicle, a 504 vehicle. Yes, put your 504. Belonging to Mrs. Uh, when he helped me, Mrs. Adebisi. By the way, we need to go see her. I hope she has not gone back. Borrowed car. I was the one driving. We drove to Kaduna successfully. When he went for the visa interview, they said he would get the result later. We were driving back and we had an accident. I told you the story of how I didn't know what happened. All I know is we left the road. We entered into bush. And I was still holding the steering driving. And here was this fat, tall, big tree. And we were going to crash straight into it. All I could pray was, Jesus! 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 Whether the tree was uprooted and we passed, or the car was carried to another, whatever, all I know is we did not hit that tree. The vehicle somersaulted several times and we climbed out of the vehicle. The vehicle was completely wrecked. I have the pictures. Only remind me, I'll bring it next Sunday. 
My waist was affected. His own neck was affected. Both of us were admitted in Jude, old Jude here at that time. After seven days of being in the hospital, we were discharged. I'm here today. Kano! Kano must be in 1991. 1991. We were pastoring Church of God Mission. Number nine on the Road, Sabungari. Rehan Bonke Crusade was to be held. I was a member of the planning committee. You were in Kano then. Oh, so you will identify with what I'm saying. And trouble burst because the enemies of the gospel said that crusade must not hold. They started burning churches, destroying houses, killing pastors, killing people. Mommy was heavily pregnant with this guy. This guy was born in Kano. So he's done Kano. Mommy was heavily pregnant with Emmanuel. I think it was the ninth month. Yes. And I said, what? We had just gone to see our doctor. And they checked her and said, all right. Uh, you're already getting ready. So watch everything. Then on our way home, I said, by the way, this member of the church, we've not seen him in church for some time. Let's go greet him. We went. While in his office, people were running into the office. They were taking cover. Here was this lady, half naked. They've torn her clothes, they've beaten her, they've wounded her. What's going on? They said, they are fighting. Who is fighting? They said, Muslims are fighting Christians. I said, honey, Ileya, let's go home. I'm not a fool. In that, with that big tummy, can she run? It's not good for us psychologically and otherwise. I said, let us go home. Okay, the station is over. We are going. Blah! Into the car. I started driving home. And I drove from, if you know, Kano Eye Hospital. Equa, Equa Guest House. I beg your pardon. In Kano, Equa Guest House. What street is that now? I'll remember it shortly. That's where we were visiting somebody. That person's office was nearby. And we were driving to Kalua and one Kalua, Gidam Fiat. When you are coming into Kano, I drove from there. I drove home. I said, honey, we are home now. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Her older sister, Mrs. Bankole, and the husband, Jamu Bankole, they were visiting. And I said, let the guys go to the war front. Jamu, let's go. Let the women stay at home. You people be praying. We are driving back to church. I want to go and mobilize church members so that our church building will not be burnt down. Can you see the heart of your pastor? Jamie and myself were driving. We were at Ibrahim Taiwo Road. When before he said Jesus, there was this Alamajire, young and old, with clubs, with swords, with arrow and arrow. They had surrounded the vehicle. And they were hitting the vehicle. Bah! Boo! Bah! Bah! They broke the front windscreen. Bah! The, den- the-, the dented, the, the, the bonnet and they were trying to open the car i had already pressed down the button and the engine was still on 
And I had the Holy Spirit say, put it in reverse gear and drive. Reverse gear and drive. I looked, they were behind me. At the side, at the side, at the front. I couldn't see beyond them. What if I go and crash at anything? Holy Spirit knows whether you crash at something or not. Obey the instruction. Knock them down. I was driving like that with reverse gear and they were still pursuing. They were still pursuing. And I had clearance. I turned. They were still pursuing. I was shaking like this. Literally. I can still remember it. It's fresh in my mind. I was sweating and shaking all over like this. Death came. And God said, No! Receive the same grace. Thank you for listening to this message. We trust that you've been blessed, encouraged, and transformed to go out and make a difference.